Hi, this is T. This is Joey. And Kwana. Welcome to Views from the Chicks, a music podcast where we discuss music as it pertains to everyday life. Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome to Views from the Chicks. I am Joey, and we're here with... I am Kwana, and we are here with some <laughs> special guests today. Lisa's in the building. Hey, hey, y'all. hey Lisa. <laughs> And who else we got? Who else we got? We have DJ Corey Mills. Hey. Yes. AKA Corey. So we got two special guests with us today, Lisa yes. and DJ Corby Mills yes. in the building. Yes. In the building. In the building. Yes. So today we are sitting here with you guys to discuss something, actually. <laughs> so this is actually inspired by an article that was written by Nylon Magazine about Paramore. And the headline is, yes, black people love Paramore and here is why. And we've had comments we as have. well from listeners who have been like, hey, do you guys listen to anything other than R&B and hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> and we've said before, we listen to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So today we are going to venture into what some of those other things are. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this article came about because a Twitter user, her name is Babio Baggins. She <laughs> made a post on Twitter and it says, black people love Paramore. And a bunch of people jumped in on the conversation. was like, oh my God, you love Paramore? Me too, me too. And mm-hmm. it just became this whole viral tweet. And people were basically inputting other bands that they love. And they included bands like Kings of Leon. Yes. They included bands like Linkin Park. Mm-hmm. And just a number of other people that... You know, we as black people, we we love. We love yes. as well. Right. So it just got us thinking about, okay, what other music do we listen to? And black people do love Paramore and Kings of Leon. And I, I would have to say, I know for me personally, mm-hmm. anybody or any artist who I feel like has a great voice catches me automatically. Distinctive so, voice, too. Distinctive, yes. Yeah. So Haley Williams, who is the uh, singer... Um, of Paramore, I mean, when I say she can sing, like that's like an understatement. Like mm-hmm. she can really sing. She can sing, sing. Yeah, she can. She can, she sing. can sing. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> she sings she down. Sang. Yes, and her voice. She can. She has the kind of voice that can do rock. That can do soul. That right. can do. She can do mm-hmm. a lot of things with her voice. Right. And we appreciate that. So it doesn't matter if there's like. You know, you have some background singers behind you, or you may have some, you know, three guitars and a bass player behind you. Like if you can, like if you can capture us with your sound, you got us. Mm-hmm. That's same it. with Kings mm-hmm. of Leon. Mm-hmm. The um, blanking on his name, but the lead Caleb. singer, Caleb. Caleb, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Kings of Leon had their um album um in the night when that album came out, and I was listening to it in the car. My mom was like, "Who is this?" I showed the band and stuff, and she's still to this day obsessed with that band. So it's and she's like, I love his voice, that raspy, mm-hmm. soulful voice. It, it, you know, it captures us. So yes, we do listen to a lot of things. We do, and I think like similarities between Haley and Caleb. They grew up in the church, yes. So they naturally have like this soulful thing mm-hmm. about their voices, and it just carries, and you feel it. Like I remember. When um, You Somebody came out by yes. Kings of Leon, I cried. Yes. I cried. And it's I was just like, I song. don't know why I'm crying, but I am. Yeah. And I'm just going to let this happen. We're going to rock. Yeah. Don't let it go. Yeah. So. Just the way, I mean, just from the, the moment he opened his mouth. That's it. 
you're just like, whoa, like who is who is that? What is this? Mm-hmm. Rewind it because I got to hear it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very beautiful. very distinctive. Yeah, I never got the chance to see them live though. Yeah. I did go to Governor's Ball and they were supposed to perform. And I tell you, after my Governor's Ball experience, I will probably never go mm-hmm. there because I'm scarred. It was the year. Oh, I don't remember what year it was. 2016, 15, mm-hmm. maybe? But it rained. Torrential downpour. Oh rain, rain, And they're rain, not going to cancel rain. over rain. They're going to definitely... Well, they were trying to carry on the show for the whole night. Kings of Leon was the closing the closing act of the of night. Course. And everyone's waiting for them to come yep. on stage. And like 15 minutes before they're supposed to come on, they're like, guys, they can't come on because of the rain. But yeah. everybody else performed? Some people canceled. Like earlier okay. on, bands decided themselves, like, we're not doing this. Okay. And Governor's Ball had to make an executive decision. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so Ooh, I would have been t- tight because <laughs> you literally tight. waited all day. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I would have been tight too. Yeah, yeah. So, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go back. Either. I was so tight, and then so basically they had to come back because you know it's three days like Coachella. Mm-hmm. They had to come back and they rescheduled them for Sunday. Went back Sunday. It was just it was just a lot going on. I was mm-hmm. so exhausted from having to trek through the mud because it was raining. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I know you guys are fans of Paramore Kings of Leon too. Which um, Paramore Kings Leon. Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. Well, my my um, taste goes back to like old school. So mm-hmm. I like Queen. Ooh, I like yeah. you know bands like that. Even like solo artists like Elton John, who yeah. may not necessarily be rock, but you know can put on a rock show. So yeah. mm-hmm. you know that's yeah yes, that's <laughs> you know I I kind of go towards that. But Paramore is like high school for me. That's yes. All through high school, Paramore was coming out. I remember even, like, bands that were, like, compared to Paramore. Like, I don't know if y'all remember, um, I think the band was called Hey Monday. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, even that. And uh, that Cassie, I still follow the lead singer, Cassie Pope, on Instagram. So, mm. yeah. Love I remember Paramore. Love I, remember, Paramore. I remember the first time I saw Misery Business, mm-hmm. the video. And, again, from the moment she opened her mouth, I was like, who? And she's tiny, so she's for her to have a voice yes. like that, yes. you're just automatically wowed. You're like, you know? what? What? Yeah. Well, my do favorite, that? my favorite Paramore song is "All I Wanted." Yes. Where she mm. hits that note and uh, she just like at the yeah, ending, yeah. Like she just goes there, and That's, then she does an acapella oh at that my one God. point. It's yeah. just like, like and then it's silence. Uh. Yeah. I don't care if you've you. been through it, not have you know, haven't mm-hmm. been through it. Like you, you have to feel what she's singing. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. She's a good singer. Mm-hmm. A, 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 a good, good singer. singer? <laughs> He's like, I'm offended. A good, actually. good singer. She's well, good honestly, singer. she sang, sang. I know, but honestly, <laughs> I never listened to Paramore. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe one or two songs, but I never got that same gratification. You know, where mm-hmm. I just like mm-hmm. geared to like listen further. Mm-hmm. Um, Who was more? But your I'll seats? give it a. I'll give it a shot. Who was your steez? Because you listen to a lot of stuff too. Uh-huh. Yeah, Don't play. Listen, you listen to like a lot of off the wall type. <laughs> she now. actually puts me second. on a lot of things. Yeah. This is actually nice. kind of cool, but what? How did you even <laughs> fall upon this? Like, is the question. I don't even know, but I love it. Um, 
a lot of a few different artists that I love. Um, I love David Gray. Love David love. Gray. He just I don't know something about his music and like I gravitated towards him. So like I downloaded all his albums. I know songs word for word. Mm-hmm. Um, Tan lines. I love them too. Um, small indie group. Um, I'm hoping that they reconnect and do some things, but it's been a few years now. Mm-hmm. But um, you like Kakapi? Kakapi, I do love Kakapi. Mm-hmm. It's just something about I the beats and Kukopi the energy. In so long. They have a new album out. It's pretty really? good. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. listening to it last week. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I think that just goes to show how even if you're not a quote unquote fan mm-hmm. of certain types of music. I mean, let's just be 100. Rock came from gospel. Okay, yes. Let, okay. Let, let's start there, you know. Um, and then to go from rock to R&B to pop to hip-hop to all of these different genres, I don't care what race, color, sexual orientation you are. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because, like Lisa even said, she was like, you know, I don't really listen to them, but, you know, I'll give I'll it a... I'll take a listen. Yeah, I'm I'll open. take a listen, you yeah. know. Yeah. So it just goes to show, and especially nowadays where... Music is literally at your fingertips. You can literally Shazam something and have an entire album, mm-hmm. an entire discography of somebody. Right, so right. it's crazy. That's yeah. very true. Speaking yeah. on the origination, I do want to quote the great Princess Nokia yes. real quick. <laughs> so um, this was actually excerpt in the same Paramore article. So she says, There's a vulnerability in associating with pain and sadness that has always lived in that narration. For example, the blues. Black people have always loved the blues. They basically created the blues. Black people created rock music. It's a fact. Black people created bluegrass and rock and roll way before Elvis Presley and the Beatles. Black people created punk. The band Death was way before the Romaine. Oh, the Ramones. My bad. The Ramones. (laughs) Um, Same with Bad Brains. If you think about it, the wool has been pulled over our eyes. This is our shit. Very naturally, that's why we return to it. It's ours. It will always be hours. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And she's right. I'm telling you. Agreed. And I mean, I'm one for, you know, music is art, so everyone has free will to listen to whatever you mm-hmm. want to listen to. Right. But, you know, some people do try to shame you for your musical taste. I feel like nowadays, I don't know if it's because we're older now, but I know when I was in middle school and I had my Walkman, if I was playing some shit too loud, that little clip from Dare Black People, um, Dare White People, uh-huh. when Sam oh, is walking by. And she turned it real quick. That's real. Like, in middle <laughs> yeah. school, yeah. that was me. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Flipping my phone over, like, turning the volume down. Because you don't want people to, back then, I didn't want people to know what I was really listening to. Mm-hmm, I wasn't listening really. to rap and hip-hop all the time. And honestly, I know I tell you this, Lisa, all, Lisa's my sister, by the mm-hmm. way. But I know I tell you guys this, tell you this all the time. But like back in the day when you used to watch like Cruel Intentions and all this stuff, mm-hmm. you'd have the soundtrack to all the yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. And the soundtracks were a compilation of everything. Yes. All genres. Mm-hmm. So a lot, I still all her CDs. Movie soundtracks were dope, I'm man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You like you couldn't wait. You would watch a movie and be like, oh my goodness, I'm going to the store. I'm getting the soundtrack right now. Yeah. Yeah. The movie soundtracks are so good. You can't do that now. That's streaming. Yeah. yeah, everything is streaming now. Everything's streaming. Yeah, yeah but everything. even like Cruel Intentions. like the That end, was a The ending bomb song. Ass. That song. Till this day. Till this day. It's still a good song, you know? Like, yeah. What was that, The Verb? Yeah. Yes. Bittersweet Symphony. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. um, the I was reading a quick article about Colorblind. Yes. By the Crow. Yes, By the Crow. Colorblind. That that song actually wasn't supposed to be there. It was supposed to be a Smashing Pumpkins song. Mm. Really? And I guess they couldn't clear it. 
So they had to pick another song they picked, or or maybe Smashing Pumpkins didn't allow it. Like something happened where they couldn't clear mm. the song. They had to figure out another one. They picked that one, and I'm like, yo, that was the best song to pick. It was yes. the best scene too. The best, too. Song. She is. <laughs> the best like, song. It was crazy, and to this day, people know. Oh, Cruel Intentions. Those are like the the two scenes that you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. because and, of the music, and because of the music, it's crazy yeah. how that happens. Mm-hmm. Like if your music is placed. You know, in a place where they like just the perfect timing, mm-hmm. the perfect place. Yeah. And I yeah. think that if people open up their minds and, and really listen to different genres of music, because I listen to everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Except for country. <laughs> now, see, now you need to open up your mind to some country. I told you. Um, I think Rita, the only country artist I fuck with is Carrie Underwood. I was just about to say. You got to listen to some Carrie Underwood. You got to listen to some Reba. You got to listen to some Trisha Yearwood. I'm telling and you. And there is a it's band with a like... couple, a couple drums or something. I don't <laughs> no, know. No, man. You gotta... I'm telling you. Open up your mind to some country music. You will cry over a glass of whiskey. I promise you. A what? glass of whiskey? Okay, <laughs> I'm going to have to give it a shot. I promise I've you. heard some country that I did like too. The, I mean, the only one I can really think of is Carrie Underwood at the moment. Sometimes I feel... Um, what's her name? She dabbles in country too, but she's more like pop rock from uh, American Idol. Kelly? Yes. Kelly Clarkson? Like, I feel like she's more, like, poppy, but I feel yeah. like sometimes she dabbles in yeah. country as well. I mean, even her voice as well. Mm-hmm. Great. She's a great singer. But, yeah, Carrie Underwood is really the one that I'm thinking of that I can actually she be like. She got a little, I don't know. She got a little spark to right. her. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Today's day and age genres are, like, crisscrossing, and I feel like everyone just kind of listens to everything now. Yeah. That's true. Is it because of social media? Because we all have access to everything? or like I think it has a little bit to do with social media, but at the same time, everybody has already done everything. So what possibly right. more I think it, can it, they do? I think mm-hmm. it came from the idea that let's do something different that's going to wow people. Like, remember when Nelly came out with his country rap song? Yes. Like, oh yeah, yes. with Tim McGraw. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. that was so different. Yeah. You know, it's I don't I I can't re- remember <laughs> a song where that's happened before in the past where two different genres so different merged like that and it worked and, and it worked and it worked, worked. and, it, you know? and it, to see them together. But like, you know, just keeping an open mind to different music, it puts you in a different kind of mood. Like it does. this, some days Saturday morning, I may want to play a little reggae, mm-hmm. you know, and then I want to mm-hmm. jam out to that. But if you know, I'm and my feelings a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, I might put some pop on. I might put some David Gray or something mm-hmm. or, you know, and it's just, it's a beautiful feeling when you can, you know, pretty pretty much appreciate how music can really have an effect on you yeah. mm-hmm. in a good way, sometimes in a bad way. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, to your point, that song with Nelly and with Tim McGraw mm-hmm. Worked, but then um, LL Cool J did oh, that song with Brad. Brad Paisley, and that was like a horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think what it's also because of the, the content. <laughs> they were doing? trying to make it like that this was racially, so bad. and it just didn't. Yeah, no. didn't it was right. so bad. But yeah. yeah, to go to Lisa's point, I, I mean, when I'm in my feelings, or when I'm like angry or upset, or I can't listen to hip hop yeah. yeah. because it's going to make it worse. Yes, <laughs> I have to put on some country music. I got to put yeah. on some. You know, walking down. The, I'll listen to a show tune at yes. this point. Mm. Like I cannot 
continue, like, especially if I'm, like, ready to rip somebody's head off. Putting on DMX no. probably is not the best decision. <laughs> you will be walking down the street. I'll be somebody looks at you crazy. Under, the, I under know. somebody's jail looking for some bail money. I, it's, it's not, it's, it, it will not be a good situation. Yeah. That's very true. It will true. not be a good yeah. situation. Yeah. That's mm. very true. Yeah. When I'm in my feelings, I like um, Joe Crocker. Joe Cocker is um the Wonder Years, the guy who sings uh the theme song. Yes. Oh. oh. Okay. I love. <laughs> yes. I love <laughs> that song. I mean, I, I was a big Wonder Years fan, so that would come on, we'd watch it. But this, just the theme song, mm-hmm. it's so good, and his voice as well. He's British, and well, uh, I think he passed away a couple years ago, so rest in peace to him. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that song as well. So good. His voice was very distinct, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, when I'm like feeling sad, that's the song that's that you play. I think that's what I look for too. <laughs> I look for people's voices that are like when you turn on a song, you know it's them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like all of the. The stuff nowadays is kind of, and I feel so old saying that. Yeah. Like, it all sounds but the same. Everything sounds the same. It like does all know. of these little whoever's, it sounds. You have to dig. Yeah, you have to man. dig, and I feel like if yeah. you're really in tune with self, you kind of know what you like. Right. So you'll dig for it. You're right. Like I, I need to be in this space. I'm gonna right. do yeah. this. Like you know, when I'm like cleaning up, you know, how people always like, oh, you know, you play your old school jams or whatever. <laughs> I'm listening to the Smiths, like when I'm cleaning mm. up. Really? That is what I'm listening to. I love the Smiths. The Smiths. Like that, yeah. Oh my god, this charming man. <laughs> Forget it. The Smiths. I love the Smiths. But when I do clean, which is not very often, but, <laughs> you know, when I do clean, I like to listen to like Amy Winehouse stuff okay. like that. Yeah. Like I need, I need uh, not baby making music, but right. like something a little hype. Yeah, yeah, like something that's gonna make you think while you, you know, yeah. cleaning the mirror. Oh, she's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Amy Winehouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and like um, Joe Shin Pastor. He makes beats. I can't remember what country he's from, but like I even like listening to like German music, mm-hmm. um, the DJs, like just that nightlife kind of music, that oons, oons, but not yeah. too oonsy, yeah. but just a little bit. <laughs> not too oonsy? You know, oonsy? <laughs> <laughs> you know just created a, a word, y'all. Yeah. Um, Little Dragon is another one Ooh, that I love. Little Dragon is great. Amazing. See, I, see, that's something I need to work on because stuff from other countries, I can't really. You don't, like, yeah. yeah, I need to understand what I'm listening to. I d- see. It depends on how you listen because everyone yeah. has a different musical taste and musical personality. They say, like, for me, it it also depends on what mood I'm in as well. But sometimes I'm just looking for the beat. Like, I listen to a lot of instrumentals. I like movie scores, mm-hmm. so I'm listening oh, okay. to like. Hans Zimmer and like mm-hmm. you know I'm listening to that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like um, what's the other band? I think they're from Iceland. Sigur Ross. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I think I know who you're talking about. They speak it in a totally different language, and mm-hmm. a lot of their shit is instrumental. But I be in my feelings mm-hmm. listening. Yes. You be like, I don't even know. I don't know what, what you're saying. Yeah, like I I need to know what I'm listening because you could be calling me all types of. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to make sure that you saying about you and not about yes. you. You know what I mean? You're so like, I, I need yeah. to know. Yeah, I need, I, I need you know, translation. Where's Google Translate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's Siri. Hard. Hey, yeah. Siri. <laughs> there are some things I listen to as well. I mean, there's this one... Um, there's this one group that I've listened to before called Zap Mama, mm-hmm. and they're, they are categorized as world music, so it's not really like pop... But um, it's a it's a black it's a group of black women, 
And they come from, like, um, I think by way of Africa, but spread out within Europe. Mm -hmm. And they basically, like, make not really, like, beatboxing, but it, it sounds a little bit like like beatboxing or like rapping but like then they speak french it's it's so i love weird. that though it's so good it's it's so good um and yeah some of the songs are not in english so i don't really know what they're saying but some of the words are so mm -hmm. i try to like maybe context or like google and see what the song is about but um yeah they're great i actually want to want to play yeah play something yeah, yeah let me hear something cause yes mm -hmm. They haven't had an album out in a while, mm -hmm. um, but the album that I'm referring to now is called Amazon, and it's from 1999, Yeah, and it's categorized as world music, and um, my favorite song on this album is called Wapi Mama. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying in this song at all, but- <laughs> Wapi Mama, hold up now. Wapi Mama, yeah, but it <laughs> sounds so good, and it's very like- tribal African but they're kind of like rapping over it oh but... so we about to go to Wakanda <laughs> okay come on okay come Basically. on <laughs> this is Wapi Mama Or a show. It, it was um yes, it was in uh, I think one of the, it was in a dance show. I'm pretty sure. Let me like the chorus part. That it is was from in, something. It was in a dance show. Maybe so. You think you can dance? I just know it's definitely from a show yes. or something because the moment like they <coughs> use the snip of definitely it for mm -hmm. that particular scene for or a particular choreography. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it, it was. It's old. I've had it on. <laughs> I've had it for a while, and I'm like. I know I picked this up somewhere watching TV. Like, definitely heard it on TV, mm -hmm. which is how I find a lot of music. I hear it Same. in a commercial yeah. or something, and I'm like, oh, what is that? And I'm just like, Siri, what is this song? And, you know, she tells me, and I'm like, cool, got it. Same, mm -hmm. yeah. So easy. Mm -hmm. But, again, I have no idea what she's saying. 
but it's, it but, all sounds good to me. And I think the reason why is because even like the little fast part, it's kind of sounded like something Beyonce would have, right? No? Wait, would that be? Yeah, like the beat, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it kind of sounds like, okay, like take a Beyonce song when she like talk, like singing real fast. Mm-hmm. It kind of, mm-hmm. like, okay, like so. yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Okay. You know what I mean? I can see that. Like, just the tempo, I guess, mm-hmm. I want to say. The tempo mm-hmm. of it kind of, I, I guess, how, you know, people borrow from different genres and yeah. different people. That's true. Because you know there was a song that I'm thinking about, like, Fever, the way it starts. Like, right. Doom, doom, right. Doom. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see the influence and it of all, where that came from. Again, yeah. it all pulls and borrows from stuff that happens in the past or right. different yes. genres different or something. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the drums, that. the... You know, you could take out the drums and add in something else. You right. could take, you can put some trumpet, some piano in there. Yeah, people will take what, like, pieces of things and make it into something, which is why I was like, oh, this sounds very, because it sounds like she's rapping. It did. When she came, I was like, okay. Yeah, it but then it's like, you have the drums in the back, and it sounds very, like, tribal, tribal African, right. but then it's like, they kind of made it a little bit modern with the rapping. I was mm. like, oh. I like this. But then even when you think about the way uh, music has, like, um, progressed today, a lot of people use those types of elements Mm -hmm. in their songs. Like, I mean, um, you know, we used to love Vampire Weekend, and all they did was, like, African beats and stuff like that. They're actually coming back out. They are? Yeah. Yeah, there was an article I read, I think, on... NME. They're they coming out with a new album. For a while. Bombay Bicycle for, Club is yeah. back together too. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, they're my favorite. <laughs> I um, I almost spazzed. I was like, no. I love them. Love them. But you oh know, my God, they make African sound. Back, they do. People are getting back together. What about um? What's that other group? Well, Circus Survive is mm. not a thing anymore, which is sad. Is Anthony Green though? I don't know. I His haven't heard anything. Anthony Green is another another singer who is amazing. Mm-hmm. Who I I remember quick story time. Um, oh, I got one too. When you said, go ahead. Yes, um, I have one too. One of our <laughs> good friends, Norma, loves Thrice, which is I mean they are like hardcore rock screamo almost to the point. So she was like, Thrice is coming. I want to see them. I was like, I don't know who that is, but I will come with you. Cool, you know. So. I had never been to a concert like that. So for people who've never been to a concert like that, a mosh pit is a real thing. And mm. um, you basically just better get out the way or you're going to get elbowed. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Just I get out the way. I, time for that. Yeah, or no. you'll get elbowed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's and that's usually right in the front, like right where the artists are, right in the front or right in the middle, like right in the front, the middle of the stage. So they can see you and everyone's just, everyone's having a good time. You know, it's nothing like personal, but it, that's just what it is. So, of course, I avoided that section, and I stayed towards the back with her because I was like, I want to be involved in that. And the crowd is just going. I mean, they're moving. So you are getting pushed around a little bit, but you just kind of have to go with the crowd or, like, you'll get trampled over. And I was like, what is this? I don't like this. I need to leave. And as soon as I was, like, feeling like, okay, this is too much for me, um, Circus Survive comes on and Anthony Green comes on and starts singing and I swear to you it was like Jesus just opened up the heavens and I was just like wow like I was just so <laughs> transfixed mm-hmm. with his voice I forgot anything about what was happening so Circus Survive is another band it's so good um, Juturna is a really good album so look Amazing. that up yeah 
I have a story too. So I actually saw Circus Survive mm-hmm. um, when they were at Coachella. When I did go, mm, Anthony Green, how was that amazing. We waited. It was me, Abina. This is the year I went with me, Abina, Joe, mm-hmm. T, and Fatima were there. I think me and Abina, you know, college. So we're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, yes, we're gonna yes. wait. So we were waiting for hours for oh, to come sure. out, and we were just the one little black speckle <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> yes, and the crowd, oh, yes, a sea. Oh yes, <laughs> and people will look at you like, are you at the right? Oh, and I've been asked. Oh, are you at? Are you at the right show? Yeah. I am. I am. I bought my, my ticket. Yeah. Oh, Circus yeah. Survive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm here. I'm here. I'm in line. I know what line I'm in. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm I know. present. I'm not invisible. Thank yep. you. And I am in the front singing all the words. And that's exactly what happened. We all were in the front. We waited. People, you know, for those of you who go to concerts that are general admission, first come, first serve. Yes. You wait in the front, and that's your spot, and you got to hold it down because people will try to come last minute and try to rush yeah, to the you out your spot. But no, we held our own. This guy came in. He, You know the balloon that's on the album artwork? Yes. Of, um, he had the big tattoo. Wow. A sleeve. Mm. A sleeve of the balloon? Of the balloon. It was beautiful. Full color? Full color. Wow. I mean, you know. Color show a better on. Yeah, you know, you know, but (laughs) (laughs) he's taking advantage. I'm just saying, but it looked amazing. As we're singing, like I remember, like people as we're singing along, they look back at us like, oh, they really know all all the words, all of them. I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it was amazing. He crowd surfed, of course. He crowd surfed. That was awesome. I had he's great with the crowd. He is. He really knows how to like be in the crowd, like interact with the crowd. Mm -hmm. Like he's really good with like making sure people feel seen absolutely he he jumped in with the microphone wrapped around his wrist yep. as he's like back still saying um you know i guess carrying him through he's mm-hmm. like pointing the mic to different people on his uh-huh. way back to the stage i'm like oh you you into this mm-hmm. <laughs> wow that's good but he's it was a great really performer. good great great performer Corey, you Any have concert? Story? i do have a, mm-hmm. it's not a concert story but um back in the day mm-hmm. <clears throat> when i was young and not a kid anymore yes um, but back in the day <laughs> You know, you have to go to stores to actually buy CDs. Right. Mm-hmm. So I remember um, it was, I purchased like a, a Diddy album. It was a bunch of CDs. Um, and the cashier, I just so happened to know who that person was. And, you know, they were scanning and they were like, what's this? And it was a Paramore. Uh, mm. It was the Paramore album. And I was like, uh, Paramore. Uh, <laughs> Keep swiping. <laughs> Can you put it in the bag, please? <laughs> what are you doing? What do you mean? So they was like, "Who listens to this?" And da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, "Have you ever heard one of their songs? Mm-hmm. Like at least before you, yeah, that's white people music." Mm. Da, 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 da. It's like, but how is music, you right, know, right. supposed to be for one race? Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's just, it just goes to show how small-minded some people can be, especially mm-hmm. back in those days. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we were young. We were like, what? I was like, I think I was like 19, 20 years mm-hmm. old, but probably even younger than that. And buying CDs, and, you know, you used to blast it in your car, mm-hmm. roll down the windows and whatnot. You used to have a little tape deck. Or was that just me? Maybe that no. was just me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had my CD, me. I had my CD Walkman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had my CD Walkman. Walkman you plug yeah. it into the tape deck, put it into the... Okay, yeah. it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> But it just it, that was my one time. I think I think that was the only time I've ever like my musical taste was ever questioned. Mm. Ever only time. Yeah. No, it happened yeah. to me in college. <laughs> no shade to you, girl. I love you. But um, <laughs> my roommate freshman year, when she wasn't there and I'm doing my homework, I blast my music loud. When she'd come, I'd put my headphones in because I know she's gonna have a response. 
So one time she done bust up, bust open through the door. I didn't know she was coming. And then she was just like, she's like, dang, you stay listening to this white people music. Yes. Yeah, like, wow. what is that? <laughs> What does what, that even what mean? What does that mean? And then, I've, you know, when you're in that moment, you start feeling like, damn, is there something wrong with my taste? Like, no, I, I mean, I'm just like, you like what you, you like. So you can. I mean, now I'm like, yeah. whatever. But, you know. I mean, it, I mean, yeah, you try to fit in and, you know, listen to the latest. Yeah, because people yeah. always tell me, oh, Lisa, you listen to that crazy music. Oh, here she go with the music she about to play again. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I have said that once or twice. About <laughs> but, but you're joking. But listen, but listen, Lisa. You do have some off the wall. I want to. Who is no. Lisa? Play, who is off the wall? I, I'm gonna play something. She played something for me one time, and I was like, "Bruh, Which I love one? you." But it was Cat Power. I remember because he said it was depressing. It's like you listening to like doorbells. The and greatest. Like, what are you doing? Cat Power. Cat the power? greatest. That sounds. If you familiar. play it, I'll know. Yes, it. I'm gonna play it. You guys want to hear it? That's like Lana Del Rey. She's kind of. I love her. I, I love do her, her too. A lot of people say that she's like depressing. But her no, new song is pretty, music. pretty yeah. alright. I'm gonna play it for you guys. Sleep, sleep. I Lisa. can't. But so we I'm were a... like on our way to a party or something. Oh, <laughs> like, no, no, no. Not for nothing, nah. though. Don't give Lisa the ox cord because you'll be in no, the mood in the car and don't. she's like, guys, I got this song I want you to hear. Please and don't. she just switched the whole mood. But she switched the mood, but she don't let a whole song play either. Oh, Have you noticed that? Yes. That was a beautiful song, though. Yeah, but if you listen to the words of it, like, it's, it's, it's crazy because it just made me think about, like, Obviously, the words that she's singing is very depressing, mm-hmm, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, she's pretty much talking about the fact that she had failures in life, and you know, then she she feels like a failure. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people feel like that, especially when people get older and they reflect on their lives. That's and so true. I feel like it gave me insight to like even just think a little deeper before life gets to that point to assess myself and to make sure I'm living in the moment more and, make and making experiences and doing what. The things that I love, so I get a lot of different life messages through me, through music. Yeah. Whether it's that, you know, but like, I like that song because I feel like it is something that is meaningful, mm-hmm. you know. And I love a good beat, but sometimes it's not always about a good beat. Yeah, you know, the lyrics um, or that's just, true. Then you would love Lana Del Rey because she would. got she got you beats. You would. Yeah. She sounds then, like that. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she got beats and it's then a she little has fast slow enough. songs. It's a, a tiny bit fast. <laughs> yeah. it's a tiny bit fast. But I have a question. I have a question. We're talking about you know the perspective from you know I guess white people judging us or other people judging us. Mm-hmm. What it what? How do you guys feel? When you're at a Kendrick Lamar concert or Drake concert or J. Cole concert and there's white people there. I'm going to say right now because I've been to two Kendrick concerts. Mind Mm -hmm. you, he's an amazing performer. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
I'm not supposed to be there because the amount of white people that are there looking at me as if, what am I doing here? Is like mm. what they do. I'm telling you, it's it's, and it's not all of them. It's just mm-hmm. like you notice it. Like you look around, and don't get me wrong, everybody loves different types of music, but it's like you would think that he would have a larger black, black audience. audience. Mm-hmm. You know, especially since he's speaking directly to the black community, um, and to hear them say things that he's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so. Like, let's just ask the question. And not beat around the bush. Are do you get offended if you're at a concert uh-huh. and there's the N word and a white person says the N word? I do not get offended. Really? I don't because they hear it so much. I mean, like it's poured into everything. Like, how can we fault them for something that is being poured into the music that they listen to mm. on a daily? That's how true. do we expect someone else to have respect for something when we don't respect it ourselves? You true. know what I mean? So that means that we would then need to stop using this word in a derogatory way. Well, not even derogatory, but period. Period. And right. derogatory. We. I can't. I don't even want to touch on that subject. Yeah. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to get into get but I'm just mm-hmm. being that, you know, black people do say the N-word. Do we get offended when, you know, everyone's there, everyone's on one accord and they're, and, and they're just basically um, repeating the lyrics? Because we use it in a different context, it makes them feel like it's okay for them to say. Like, it's, it's a hard place for them to be in, you know? So it's kind of like, that's just my take. I think mm-hmm. it's different if that. they're using it in their everyday <clears throat> communications versus singing it in a song. I think there's a difference in them just being like, hey, yo, what up, my nigga, to their friend versus singing a song that has the N word. Now, I'm not the type to get offended either way, to be honest with you, but I see, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, context is important. Mm -hmm. If you're at a Kendrick Lamar concert and people are singing, it it annoys me. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Because I feel like people are smart. Mm-hmm. And you understand right. what this word is. Right. And if you are immersed in this culture, if you're buying the music and you're around it, you have some context of what this word is and what it means. Right. So you should be smart enough to understand that, you know, well, I'm saying it, but, yo, let me look over my shoulder. Like, if, you, if you're looking over your shoulder, looking around to see who hears you, you already understand the context. And you probably mm. should not be saying it. And you probably it. shouldn't be right. saying it. I think you can very easily just not say anything when that word comes up because I still think there is a respect factor to it. If you love rap music, cool. You, you love Kendrick Lamar, cool. You love DMX, whoever, cool. I, and you respect this art form, respect the context, and respect your place in it as well. I think mm. I'm kind of on your page as well. Like, I don't necessarily get offended, but I am yeah. looking at you like... Yeah, like I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, yo, you don't belong yeah. here because, right. I'm not right. gonna, you know, you're here. Try to fight I just, you. I just right. feel like, just you know, like, mm. it's, it's just to be fair, right? Like, they're listening to this music. You listen to a song and that the word nigga is said so many times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I use my hands. My bad. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, that word is used so many times and it's like, is it their fault? I don't think it's intentional. It's no. They're going to have to remember that they can't really enjoy the song because they're so conscious of making sure that they don't sing, say the wrong word as they're singing along. And it's like, oops, let me not say that. And then they're singing along again. And then it's like, oops, that word again. I yeah. mean, like, we don't do but that. I, but if there's a song and I hear the F word, I'm not saying it. You don't say and the I F probably, word? 
No, not that F word, girl. The other F word. Whoa. When referring to a gay person? Yes. Oh, that word. I'm sorry. Way. See, yes. I, it's not even in my vocabulary. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, what's she talking about? Exactly. Like, like J. Cole had a song. Yes. And he yes. like said it like for it, and I was just like, <laughs> next song. Right. But let me but let me point something out to you too. Like the, that word is so much more offensive than saying the word nigga because we have allowed is it. Though? it um, I don't think so. Rip, nah, I kind of put them a little I, bit I on the same level. So. I put them on, on the same, same level. level. I think no, it's, we don't use it. We I don't mean, use it like we that. We don't use it like that. Rappers are not being not rapping like faggot this, faggot that, like yeah. because they're going to be ridiculed for it. But if I go, but if I'm around <clears throat> my, if I'm around friends who are gay and they say it to each other, I'm not joining in. Right. Nah. That's not. I'm That's not a part a of that. That, mm-hmm. exactly. that is for them. Right. They use it the way they want. Right. I'm not a part of that. Right. I'm not using it. But even, then, if, even if they see, wouldn't under, be a, upset about it, it I, yeah. I'm not doing that. But, but then with the N-word, the N-word, some, we use it in like a, you know, we have like a positive connotation with right. it. So it's like, but, oh, like that's my, my nigga, friend. that's my friend. So but I people, feel like but it's a, if you're But if you're around people who act, who use the word faggot too, sometimes they use it in that way as well. I they think never heard funny. nobody say yes, that word. I, I definitely have. have. I what? Yes. But if they do, that's fine. But if it's in a song, I just feel like the word nigga is used so much more than the word faggot. It is, is. especially nowadays, because nowadays, you know, that word referring to people, uh, referring to gay people, Mm -hmm. back in the day, like, they would call call that all the time. Mm -hmm. But when it started coming into music, they were like, no, 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 no. But with the N word being that a majority of the people that were saying it were black, a lot of black people is not going to, you know what I'm saying? Like... One black but person I, is it, not going to go to another black person and say you can't say that. But it came from white people. You know what I mean? It came from white people. We took it and we turned it into something else. Right. But that's a so, whole other conversation, too, because they I mean, took it is. from another definition, which is actually ours. Right. Right. Yes. But right. I think, and that just shows the power of black people to me, to take something that is meant for our downfall mm-hmm. and to take it and to make it now 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 it's so cool that you want to say it mm-hmm. right like now exactly it's so cool that you, that you say want to say it so to. it's like how can we get upset or get offended when these young white people who we put it in the music and they start singing along with it because it's something that we make so cool to say but, pe- right. but people are smart and i think we need to give i mean i understand especially like younger people who may not understand the history behind it um, which like is if, another factor. Which is another a factor. Lot of, a lot of them, they just don't understand. They just really don't know. They don't even know what they're saying. Yeah. Exactly. They just and they're just like, wait, well, why are you upset? Right. Like I, you know, uh, why G said it? Why can't right. I say it? Like, <laughs> and I get it. And that, and in that case, that would you would need a lesson, a history lesson as to why. So if I'm at a concert, I'm not offended. I'm not upset. Yeah, I'm not offended. But, or anything, like, but I am. I am going to look at you a little sideways. You might get I'm a little tense, like, yeah, but a lot of them they a little don't. Bit, but you know, well, <laughs> yeah, but like, like mm. but like you said, a lot of kids nowadays, especially if they were born in like the nineties, they don't they even don't know. know they the, don't know the, the harshness of that word and the pain behind that word. They don't even know half of what these songs mean. Yeah, right. and they're not trying to because a lot of times when these kids are going to concerts, I mean, when you're going to a concert in general, a lot of times you're not really there to specifically listen to the lyrics all the time. Of you're course, there for the moment, doing, right. you know, to enjoy yourself. You dancing, you're soaking it in, you're accepting you know taking in all the live you know the live music whatever mm-hmm. so i feel like a lot of the kids that are there maybe if we for example if we're listening to kendrick's um to pimp a butterfly for mm-hmm. example 
we know the context of that album. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We He's know talking directly like, to the black people. Right. Like, but when these white kids go, not to say that they don't understand it, they don't understand it on our level. So it's not as deep for them as it is because as deep they for just us. see it as music. That's, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So when they're going to the concert and they're listening to the lyrics and they're saying it, they're just saying they're just re- repeating whatever Kendrick is saying. Mm-hmm. We're over here like yes, analyzing we feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. But yeah, I, I won't be annoyed, but yeah. I do understand. I understand the context, and if I feel like, especially around my age, you mm-hmm. should also understand the context. So mm-hmm. yes, a grown adult like yeah, you should understand the should context. Definitely understand the context, and I feel like again, if we want them, if we want all people to have respect for us to not use that word. We got to stop using it. Then we need to do better. Exactly. You know, we too many disrespectful derogatory words are just highly acceptable in the rap music industry. Like, it is. I, I could be called a bitch, thought, toast. Like, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. need to cuss, but I mean, these are words that are used and it's like, hey, I mean, I text yeah. my girlfriend and I'm like, hey, hey yeah. I be slipping around <laughs> saying nigga here and there. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, I'm but not gonna know. lie. I, I, I definitely use it's it. It's a part of our language. It's not, yeah. it's not a part of my vocabulary, but I'm like, hey. But like. to be honest, though, <laughs> I don't mind the use of the word nigga between us. For, I don't mind it at See, all. because I kind I of feel, do. Well, some I people might feel do. a little weird about yeah. it. Why to you don't me, mind? I really don't mind it because I feel like when it comes to us, like there are a lot of things in this world that that divide us and that do divide us. And I think being with my friend, like especially with my girlfriends, sometimes like they use it a lot more than I do, so they're thrown. It's just thrown around, but it doesn't bother me because these are girls I've grown up with. These are people I know. I think you do need to be conscious of. Who in a group who you're with mm-hmm. and where you are mm-hmm. because it's not a pro I mean it's not an appropriate word period but it's definitely not appropriate in certain settings and if I don't know you like that I'm not even gonna speak the word mm-hmm. because that it's very um, personal to me I feel like if you really know who you're with then it's just a word that's, I could that's that that's being it's said being very yeah. personal it, yeah. it's a personal thing so I think. When you're with people who are close to you, other black people who you're really close with, it doesn't bother me. But if I'm in a group of people who I don't really know and they're throwing it around and it, it's Black just, or white? Don't matter? Um, well, of course, white. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're around I'm, like... I most certainly... No. Don't say it around me. And I, and I will say like... Um, Excuse me? No. Yeah, I don't, like don't do to that. me like that's different. If it's just like a social gathering and it's like, hey yo, this, I feel like okay, you taking it too far. Yeah. I feel like singing along to the song or whatever. If you're at a concert, mm-hmm. you're in the moment. I'm not gonna be offended by that. But if you're just like yeah. sitting at a table, like hey, what's up? Like, yeah, no. like that is. No. To me, that's offensive. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it's personal. Yeah, it's very it's, personal. It's, it's like a line. You know. It's, well, that That's just made I me, feel. I mean, granted, he didn't say nigga. He said nigga. But did you guys see the clip with, um, I think. Yes, it, I did. You know Chris what I'm talking Rock about. Yes. And, um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld was there. Chris Rock. I forget the actor I've, who was saying. Who actually said it. It was a white Ricky comedian. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, it was a white comedian. And Chris Rock turned to him and said, because I guess they've known each other for a while. And he turned to him, to him and said, you know, you my nigga. And the white guy was like, oh, I'm a nigger. And it was just like, wait, he flipped. Like, wait, what? Like, did he just like 
Wait. But Chris Rock kept yeah. engaging in conversation because that's his friend. In his mind, he's like, yeah, I'm having normal banter. Jerry Seinfeld and, and like, yeah, you know, you Jerry's don't need to be like, saying nah. that shit. Like, yeah, because it's so it. sensitive. It's like we want it's we formed it into something that made it okay, but then we say it so much, so freely. People have different perspectives. But it's just, I don't, but I would never, and, and the white friends that I do have who I do, who I am close with, I would never even, Yeah. no, you are not my nigga. You're not. You you're will not. never be. <laughs> yeah. I love you. You're my friend, but you will never, you will never, yeah. you will never be that. Yeah. And that's like, I would never extend that sort. I feel like that's extending like, that's inviting someone into the race yeah, and you not. I, no, I think that's so literally handing out a card. Like, I don't think like, 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 have yeah. They shouldn't have said that. I was like, oh, is this happening? Weird. Yeah, no. what? I think that's extending a blade and he got the reaction that and was him deserved, on it. I feel. Yeah, because he said it. Ricky Gervais made a joke and then Ricky Gervais and the um, the other white comedian, now they had their own little side conversation. They were just like, yeah, it's not like when we use it in private. And I was like, hold the fuck up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying. So I was like, this isn't funny anymore. In of course they do. And they use it in a derogatory way. Of right. course yeah. they do. So right. They invented know, it. I, I, I have a friend do. who have experienced it. Like, she's black, but she looks like she's white. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, she was hanging out with her group of friends. and like White friends or black friends? White friends. Mm-hmm. And... She didn't know them. They didn't know her. She was invited. And, like, the, the communication, the way they would talk about black people, they referred to them as niggas. Like, you know, oh, my God, this nigger earlier. Said, I mean, it's so crazy, but it's like we don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Closed you doors. know what I mean? So it's like, again, if we really want to have a certain level of standard, we can't really get upset if they're singing along to it in a song because we're making the music, we're allowing them to purchase it, where we want them to sing along. It's it's just, you know, like, it's just what it is. We can't run from that. That will never go away. Mm-hmm. But if they're talking Agreed. about it, like, openly, it's our job to be like, listen, you really shouldn't Check be using, you know, yeah. you shouldn't be using that word. Like, it's offensive, blah, blah, blah. But if we use it in a personal setting, you don't have to worry about other people's input because, again, like you said, it's personal, you know. Mm-hmm. It's someone that you you feel comfortable having that personal conversation with. Right. So, yeah, it, I don't know why it's, Chris it's Rock like, would do something it, like that. Mm-hmm. It's like code switching. Yeah. I mean, you speak that's, one that's way. That's like the ultimate here, code speak. <laughs> that is the ultimate. Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that was a nice little tangent. Yeah, man. <laughs> I like that. Sorry. Corey, all oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that, that's a good conversation to have. It is. It yeah. Is. I mean, I just wanted to get the perspective of you guys because I know when mm-hmm. I was at. A concert, and you know, it was a predominantly black concert. And it was R and B singers, and I, you know, see a sprinkle of my, you know, Vanilla Brothers and mm-hmm. sisters, and they, you know, doing the gospel growl and everything. And yes. I'm like, all right, you know, okay, cool. <laughs> Just don't call me no nigga, and uh-huh. we good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't want to have to go upside your head, but. <laughs> Yeah, so I just wanted to get you no, know, no, get but that was a good question to get a perspective of yeah, being in a around. majority white space and then being in a majority black yeah. space. Yeah, because you know we've all been to many shows, so yes. we can kind of we can give some input on both ends. So. Yes, that Perfect. was good. Thanks, guys. This was a good conversation. Good combo. Good combo. Yes, good combo. deep. Yeah. <laughs> Spiritual. Go, go listen to some other music, guys. Like, check it out. You know, yeah. check Lisa, out all the listen to some country music, to. Lisa. Listen to some country music. I you know what? You. All of our listeners, I encourage you guys to challenge yourself. If there is a genre or an mm-hmm. artist that, you know, you may have kind of wondered about but didn't really tap into, 
check them out and just yes. be open minded when you listen and yes. mm-hmm. give us some feedback. Let us yes. know. Let us know yeah. what happened. Who do you open listen your... to secretly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> open your mind. Listen to different kinds of music. It's a great thing. Um, and I feel like even just tapping into different kinds of music will help you to communicate better with all all types of people. Make you a more diverse kind of person. Too. I agree. You know I agree. because. And if you try to listen to hip-hop and you compare it to a pop song, what they're singing about and rapping about is very, very different, yes. you know? So, like, you just never know. You might get some inspiration from it, so keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, true. there's also music that talks about the same stuff that hip-hop talks about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just in a different, different way. way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Different yeah. way, different yeah. perspective. Cool. Yeah. But good yeah. episode. Good episode. Yes. Thanks, okay. guys. Thanks yes. for having us. Thank you yes. for It's been us. Views from the Chicks. It's Joey. And Quana. And Corey. Oh, wait. You're Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> You're Lisa. I'm Corey. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to that go first. So funny. But then I was playing to you. Gentleman, as a gentleman, I wanted I you to say up, your name. Let's do this one more time. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's been Views from the Chicks. I'm Joey. And I am Quana. And I'm Lisa. And I'm Corey. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. All right, y'all. Bye. Peace.